0: Welcome to the Brief Life Podcast. I'm Fahim Mujahid, a Miami-based integrative health and life coach, fitness and nutrition expert, personal trainer, and private yoga and meditation teacher. Each week, we'll explore meaningful content surrounding the importance and impact of living a life of mindfulness or inspiring interviews with the same intention. Together, we'll incorporate a variety of topics given with the same intention to educate, enrich, and inspire one's life. Welcome home hey guys what's going on welcome to the free life podcast coach pa here so today's an exciting day because i get a chance to talk to a hero of mine Um, for those of you who follow me you um a lot of people have been reaching out because i've been doing a lot of things in partnership with the my ketamine road which i can go into great depths about how this company that came into my consciousness and what i believe about the magical and amazing work that they're doing but i figured what better way to start with the source itself from, the, from, from which everything funnels. Dr. Hassan is someone who, for me, from the first moment I met him several months ago, uh, I've been so impressed by not just what he's been through or his journey, but the purpose and passion he put behind his work. And he's really helping people heal themselves from the inside out, and he's doing it from a loving way. And if you know me, one of the things that speak to me or speak right to the heart of me is finding people that are working in complete alignment with the flow and the purpose of their life. So I think they're doing some special things. And I, I jumped at the opportunity with excitement to be able to go on this journey with them. So without further ado, Dr. Hassan, thank you for coming on to the Brief Life you Podcast. Me. And welcome to the tribe. I appreciate it. <laughs> now, I know you, I imagine you probably get a ton of questions, especially in that, that evolve around the whole medical practicum of what you do. But I figured I wanted to start a little differently. When you think about everything that you've accomplished, when you think about what you're creating here in our unique, mindful community here in Miami, take me a little further back. What part of, or what, is there anything from your childhood that inspired you to do the work that you're doing now to help people to the extent that you're helping people now?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I was just thinking about it a little bit as as you were uh, kind of Asking me to look back, yeah. And I think, um, I think that from uh, an early age, uh, just watching my mom uh, raise me as a, a single parent mm-hmm. uh, um, in Dallas was difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she did an amazing job, and uh, I didn't really appreciate uh, what it meant. For my parents to be separated, mm-hmm. you know, I, I still saw my dad. You know, they, he's a very loving, um, very generous uh, father. Mm-hmm. Um, but the physical distance between him living in Tampa yeah. and my mom um, having all of the pressure to, uh, you know, f- uh, to to make sure that I became a man yeah. was uh, something that I only really appreciated, like. Like very recently yeah um you know we didn't have these types of frank discussions about mm. how difficult it was because she really wanted to protect me yeah. from uh understanding you know like uh some of the difficulties that they had yeah. you know, the the personal issues that they had yeah. and um i uh you know i i was thinking a lot about this recently mm. because I wonder how many other people are out there um, kind of suffering in relationships or suffering in difficult situations Mm. and they don't really have that uh, support Mm. um, or they don't have, um, you know, um, like perspective on their situation that can, you know, that can be comforting, you know, no matter what you're going through, like, Mm. you know, having. Having um, um, a person to talk to or having um, a friend or a counselor or, um, you know, a community that's Mm going to help you through difficult times.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's important. That's important. You know, it's funny because you talk about night. You know, I was also raised in a similar situation. I'm a huge homeless boy. Mm -hmm. My father left when I was um, probably around one years old. And I, and I find, too, one of the most mindful things that my mom did growing up was she she did. She sheltered me from a lot of the difficulties of their relationship. Yeah. And it wasn't until I I grew and I became much older that I was able to kind of look back and kind of get a chance to, one, I, I honor her and I appreciate her for doing that. Now, when I was younger, it frustrated the hell out of me because I'm like, you know, I wanted to learn more about the ins and outs of it so I could navigate my own relationship with him. And she didn't want her perspective of what they were going through to 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 take away from what she wanted my relationship to be with him and i think to parent from a place of mindfulness like that for you to be in an environment with your mom where she's mindful to that extent when let's be honest you know we go through things especially in relationships and the last thing we want to do is be mindful of how someone else might be impacted Mm -hmm. by the words or by the presence that we speak about them in front of someone else so for your mom to lead with that mindfulness yeah. that, that 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 kindness even in even in the storm of what they might have been gone what, what they might have gone through yeah is that where the is that where kind of like was that your first introduction to wow you know what to be fully aware and be mindful of how not only the actions that i'm doing who they're impacting but that idea of mindfulness is that something that was practiced within your family outside of or in addition to how you were brought up or was it something that you kind of found your way as you kind of developed into the man that you
1: are today? Um, No, actually. (laughs) So, uh, um, I wish that we had this. You know, a lot of, um, a lot of the things that I've um, learned over the last, um, you know, five, six years, Mm. I really look back and I wish that uh, I had these tools myself. I wish my family had these tools. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where a lot of the drive comes from. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, like when you, when you find something um, as powerful as meditation, or you find like medicines or experiences that can be so transformative and you just kind of look back in your life and you're like, how much suffering could my family have avoided? You know? Yeah. Um, And uh, it's something that I think about. uh, But I, you know, I feel like I'm so fortunate to have um, stumbled into it Mm -hmm. now and um, you know, like I I walk into your studio and you have so many books um so many inspiring books Mm -hmm. that you know like I recognize and you know just it's just a reminder that there's so much knowledge out there Mm. um and I I just want to be able to take um the things that I've learned and impact people that come to me for help yeah Mm. and and now I'm in a position where I'm a a physician Mm -hmm. and you know I I do um a lot of different types of medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, my my specialty is pretty uh, wide ranging. Mm-hmm. It's physical medicine mm-hmm. and rehabilitation. Okay. So in the hospital, I work with um, a special population of people mm-hmm. um, that uh, have traumatic brain injuries, mm-hmm. spinal cord injuries, um, other types of trauma, mm-hmm. and um, there's another side of it that deals with uh, uh, chronic pain management, sports mm-hmm. medicine. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of a lot of different things, but there's a lot of uh physical trauma in it Mm -hmm. and uh it doesn't really feel complete Mm. to just um you know take care of the body you know there's like obviously the the mental aspect of kind of um take you know like now having to um deal with the physical ailments like your identity changes and Mm -hmm. like all of the the new challenges of living with um you know, a disability, or yeah. living with pain. And yeah. then all of the people that depended on you mm-hmm. and all the people now that are having to care for you, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like so many Layer. dynamics yeah. that, uh, have changed Yeah. and how do people adapt to trauma and struggle? You know, mm-hmm. that's like the most interesting question for me because sure. I've seen my mom do it, you yeah. know, and my mom just figured it out. Uh. You know, she was, a, um, you know, um, first-generation immigrant from Bangladesh along with my dad they Mm. moved here uh, after they got married Um, both uh, they met in medical school Mm. and then you know residency can be extremely challenging especially um, I mean for everyone but um, for uh, really for foreign medical grads Mm. you know Um, and you know my dad really persevered through that system Mm. Um, my mom um, you know really worked through that system as well, trying to raise a son, yeah. you know, and that's not easy, no, and, you know, I applaud anyone who does that, yeah, yeah. Um, but for a lot of reasons, you know, like, she didn't get what she needed out of that relationship, yeah. and so she took me to Dallas and mm. raised me on her own. Yeah. And that's incredible yeah. to me. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I don't know if I really appreciated it while she was doing it. I knew right. she was a great mother. Mm-hmm. I knew she was extremely caring. I felt very loved. Yeah. But I never knew how difficult yeah. that was yeah. because I was too young to appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that now. Yeah, I love
0: it. You know, I love, you know, you're speaking to the fact that you, at the, at the moment that you were going through, you weren't necessarily online or how challenging. It might have been, or it could have, or I assume it, it was for your mom. Yeah. Um, there was a way of filtering you from that. And again, I think it speaks to just the amazing quality of the kind of person you have um, as a mom. So you're very blessed in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And, <laughs> and, and and you speak to being aware of that blessing. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you speak to a curiosity and figuring out or just learning. Like for those people who may not have those certain environments or loved ones in their in their in their household that right. can help heal them or help help allow them to go online with the idea of mindfulness and how stress shows up in the body but it begins in the mind or where to go when you're feeling depressed when you, where to go when you're feeling just overwhelmed because the messaging that we're constantly getting in life is is one of stress right mm-hmm. and, and and lack and and scarcity and so you have all of these different things going on and like you said you knew that you were aware of and even now looking back you're blessed to be in an environment that was conducive of the man and the person that you become today but the driving force for you to start your own practice and create what you've been able to create here in our community with my ketamine road did it come from that passion that you spoke to earlier about what what about those people who don't have or who haven't been blessed with the environment or the loving relationship that i have been um where do they go where do they turn is that what is that for you was that the driving force as to why you said you know what i'm not gonna sign and and just work in in the typical you know hospital that would be easy for me to do i'm not going to develop or go and be a part of someone else's practice somewhere else i'm going to come and and be inspired to create something that's designed and developed with my same love my my awareness with the desire to to connect and heal people Mm -hmm. is that what inspired you well
1: you know um I was uh, raised as an only child Mm -hmm. and so uh, a lot of the attention and focus was on me Mm -hmm. Um, and you know I didn't have that um, you know I didn't uh, you know have um, siblings Mm -hmm. to kind of like you know see how they're progressing and how they're maturing uh, in the house Mm -hmm. but um, I what, what that meant for me is that you know the the close friends that i had in high school college and medical school they're my family yeah. you know and uh <laughs> you know i treat them like my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and um uh, it just you know like i it it opened me up to the idea that you know you can you can expand your community in whatever direction and mm-hmm. it just like kind of uh, um, makes makes you feel very optimistic mm. uh, about where life can go, mm. you know, to be able to incorporate more people into your family. Mm. But, be, you know, because they're my family, um, you know, like as, as every stage of life is difficult, as yeah. you know, like, you know, like it's not just about um, going through college, it's not just about going through medical school, like, mm. you know, life happens. Like, yeah. you know, uh, very challenging things happen in, in everyone, mm. in everyone's life. And so, um, for me, uh, you know, I, I had this, um, uh, uh, personal training background. Mm -hmm. And so I was like always, uh, I, I did that through college and I was like always looking to, you know, be a motivator and be in someone's corner and Mm -hmm. kind of help them. And, um, it. You know, like when you see your friends uh, struggling, yeah. when your family struggling, yeah. you it's just like the natural thing to want to be able to help them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a lot of the drive uh, for doing this mm-hmm. came from creating a place where they can come mm-hmm. and they can um, really gain something meaningful, yeah. you know. And it, for, for me, um, having meaningful experiences with my friends is what life is about. Yeah. And uh, to be able to be a catalyst for something good in their life, mm-hmm. um, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. And so I wanted to build something <laughs> uh, for me mm-hmm. and for my friends and family. Like mm-hmm. I would be proud, I would be excited to bring them into this space mm-hmm. and have them grow from this experience. Yeah. Um, and... You know and keep growing you know like i feel like we yeah. we always are going to be learning new things we're always going to be uh growing from experiences and from wisdom yeah you know i just didn't have uh any idea the the struggles that my mom went through mm-hmm. um but again uh i was very lucky i mean she was also very lucky that my dad was very uh supportive mm-hmm. um you know in a yeah. lot of ways including yeah. financially yeah and so uh um yeah it's just that it's just about you know like finding out where people are in life yeah. and like you know where they want to go and trying to figure out like what <laughs> what does it take to get there yeah um but uh one one of the things that I realized um over the last couple of years was I was always very goal driven mm-hmm. and you know i I think like most people who go through the conventional track like you you have to have some of that you know Um, you just like set out that this is where I want to be you know Like you, especially if you go to medical school um, for a lot of people it's a straight path but I know a lot of people who took like a very winding path to get there for the better you know they have more life experience they're more mature when they are in that in that space Um, but for me I um, I didn't appreciate uh uh what um mental health was Mm. you know i knew what depression and anxiety was because i saw so many of my family members go through that you know um my parents my uh aunts and uncles my cousins um a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. and uh and personally and so to um um you know, to find out how to to function at my best, yeah. and you know, to kind of reduce my own suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, I started listening to a lot of uh, podcasts, yeah. and one of them was uh, uh, Sam Harris. He's a stud. <laughs> and uh, he's yeah, a, he's a he's a stud. For I mean, he is. for for those of you in the community
0: that aren't familiar with him, I mean, he's definitely an expander for me. Mm-hmm. You know I think he's been doing it for a long time yeah um, he's been inspiring people around the world for a long time yeah and I think it's important to have that you know have people who expand the vision that you have for even what you're doing for yourself mm-hmm. right and I think for me I'm always aware um, and I always have my antenna up for people that are expanders that could potentially be expanders for me
1: um, and Sam Harris is definitely a rock star he's definitely one of those. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was introduced to his podcast uh, by a friend and I was um, just like, kind of uh, intrigued by his like a way of dissecting, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like, and kind of reducing them to you know very simple concepts like yeah. very complex ideas. Yeah. And one of the things that he did for me was take meditation, mm-hmm. which was very abstract concept. Um, you yeah. know, kind of mixed in with yeah. like a lot of uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know other belief systems. Right. And he got really stripped it down to the core. And made it so easy uh, uh, and digestible mm-hmm. and um, I'm so grateful for that because yeah. I've, I've tried meditation many times before mm-hmm. um, his introduction to it yeah and uh, you know it's frustrating yeah. <laughs> you just gotta I mean talking to a meditation course I get it and I think a lot of times I do
0: refer people to uh, or I do take certain aspects of how he breaks it down because I agree I yeah. think the idea of meditation sometimes develops this um, this this way it should look or the way you should go about it. Or if I'm meditating, I can't think. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be thinking. So I think there's that ego judgment that shows up. Right. So a lot of times we think it should look and feel a certain way. Yeah. So I think that people like leaders like Sam Harris, um, who inspire me to become a part of that same uh Journey to some extent, as I develop and grow what I'm trying to create here, uh, they break it down in a way that makes it easy for a lot of people to reach it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because one of the things that you said, I always look for myself in the story or I look for myself in other people that I'm having conversations with. Mm -hmm. For you um, and who you are, it's, it's easy to see myself in you, which is very inspiring in a lot of ways. There's one thing that, you know, amongst the a lot of the value that you just shared. You know, one of the things that showed up for me that stood out was the fact that you wanted to create something with My Academy Road that could be there for yourself, but also your tribe, your family.
1: Yeah.
0: And I find that a lot of times that's, that's the secret recipe to becoming or developing anything, not only anything of success, but anything of impact. Yeah. You know, you find the void and you fill it. You know, and, and, and I think a lot of times we get so get so focused on the revenue aspect of it, right? Mm -hmm. You, you sign this long lease to open up this office and and outside of Coral Gables, and naturally their brains, uh, the amount of, you know, stress just naturally comes with that. How many patients do I have to see? What do I want this company to to be within the community? How I'm gonna go about it, right? So naturally it's easy for us to flow into the, um, into the financial aspects of what it takes to have a thriving Mm -hmm. business, Mm -hmm. but I think, the most important ingredient in all of that is one, having a passion for what you're doing, but two, filling the void within yourself. If there's something that you feel is void, uh, that's a void for within the community, then you be that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I try to do, you know, with what I'm, you know, what, I, what I'm trying to create or creating with Free Life. It's like this idea of mindfulness within our Miami community. I know it exists, but for me, I couldn't access it. So then it became okay. Well, then you fill that void. You know, maybe it's yeah. your role. Um, to create those experiences that you think um, are needed for yourself, mm-hmm. and then you start finding alignment, flowing with like spirits that are also a part of that same journey. Right. So I think that's beautiful that you spoke to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, tell and I and I'm excited because I know this is just the one of many conversations we'll have on this platform, which is why I wanted to take this opportunity to get allow our tribe to get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Right beyond the titles that come with um who we believe ourselves to be but when you strip all that away who are, who, who are we who are we connecting with and going on a journey with i think it's so important talk a little bit about not you know not the inspiration but more so what is it that you hope to have created with my academy road how do you how do you define it when you when you look at what you've created mm-hmm. um, yeah how would you speak to that like i i know that a lot of people say okay well I've gone to their website. It's easy to get information from it. Um, Is it it all about psychedelics? Is it all about ketamine? Is there total body wellness? How does that affect the mindset? How does it affect the quality of my meditation? Mm -hmm. Right. Speak a little bit. And I know, And again, we'll we'll, we'll have opportunities where we'll come and we'll dive into My Ketamine Road. But just kind of like an overview of what you hope to have been able to create with My Ketamine Road and how you define it or how you see it.
1: So what we want for people is we want ultimately for them to have a transformative experience um, And the people that seek us out uh, most frequently are the people who are uh, suffering from severe depression mm-hmm. severe anxiety um, addiction mm-hmm. uh, people with uh, uh, Chronic pain that hasn't responded to a lot of conventional treatments uh, so what do I want for people <laughs> it's it, it's it's basically uh, finding out what they want for themselves and mm. helping them get there mm. and the way that we use ketamine uh, which has psychedelic properties is basically to give them an experience that they can learn from and grow from um, that puts them more in touch with uh, their true nature their true mm-hmm. character and um, it's it's really uh you know the the beautiful thing about it uh these types of experiences is because um psychedelics have this powerful effect on consciousness Mm -hmm. it really strips away a lot of the filters that people have in their life that prevents them from seeing you know uh all the beauty around them Mm -hmm. you know like depression can feel like uh uh, you know like a weight on your shoulders you can Mm -hmm. feel like foggy you know um, you you lack the gratitude and the appreciation for all that is good in your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, great practices. There's gratitude journals. Mm-hmm. There's meditation. There's uh, counseling, mm-hmm. all of which we value a lot. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, um, you know, that's not easy when you're suffering mm-hmm. uh, so greatly. Yeah. So when the suffering is... That much, these experiences can help you overcome a lot of that, mm. and it's a beautiful experience for people to have. Yeah, you know, and um, I mean, it's it it, it literally is indescribable. You yeah, know, you, I see, you have Michael Pollan's book on your bookshelf. Oh, of course, slice actually. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. And yeah. so you know, like he did an amazing job, um, kind of. Uh, explaining, you know, what it is to take psychedelics, um, you know, in middle age, um, having no prior experience with it. Yeah. Um, and how powerful experience that can be. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, you know, it just, it, it's beyond words. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the, uh, birth of a child mm-hmm. or, uh, the death of a loved one, you mm-hmm. know, um, as meaningful as those experiences can be, mm-hmm. this is as meaningful for you. Yeah and um, you know um we just want to facilitate those types of experiences for people yeah. because ultimately you know the path that you take in life is kind of uh um you know there's um, markers along the way mm-hmm. and a lot of people when they look back at these types of experiences um particularly psychedelic um uh experiences it, it's it's one of the top five experiences of their life yeah um it's, it's something that we take very seriously and we, um, you know, prepare people for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer a lot of support for it. And yeah. that's why our relationship is so critical yeah. is because, um, you know, we met at mm-hmm. a Lululemon event. Yeah, Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just so amazing to see yeah. you speak. Oh, uh, thank you you know, you. And thank uh, you're such an authentic voice and that's why I love being here. I love oh, talking to you. you. Thank you. Um, and you asked, like, a lot of uh, very... Uh, interesting questions for me to answer um, very early in the morning. Yeah, by the way, we're we're recording this pretty early,
0: guys, if you don't know. And he already squeezed it. He already fitted in his workout. Yeah, had to, had to. to. (laughs) That that, that just speaks to the passion for which he's not just preaching here. He's actually leading by example. You know, when I think about kind of, and, and thank you for sharing that, when I think about what you're creating, especially around the subject of psychedelics, what I realize is that and I had this conversation earlier with a friend of mine. Everything that we perceive in this world is being communicated to us through a filter first, right. whether we want to speak to that or not. Like what we believe we know for sure, we're still getting it from a source. Yeah. And unless we're there real time, we're really at the at the mercy of whatever resource that we think we trust enough to give us the unedited. I call it I call it the, the real dope, which is <laughs> like my, my hood side. So I won't say that. But <laughs> So I, I, right? I say that to say the, the raw though, right? I say that to say that everything that we know, our perception of psychedelics and ketamine is through the lens of what our government, what our society, with our advertisers want us to believe about it. Mm-hmm. And I find that that conversation is so new, yeah, right? And people are starting to become more confident, more comfortable having the conversation. You know, even when I, you know, when I made the mindful decision to go on this beautiful journey, Resonated with you and Kabir first and then seeing that. Oh wow. This is what they're about. Yeah. Do you find that because that messaging? Of on on the on the on the reverse end, the negative aspects of mm-hmm. the beautiful thing that you're creating Do you find that you're running against that wall a lot of times when it comes to rebranding and re-messaging? What it can be and how it can show up in someone's life. Yeah, right? Does, is that something that you want against get Oh
1: big big time. That's that's uh, that's the entire thing yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. um, uh, our entire purpose now is, uh, you know, we have something that produces unbelievable um, results for our clients, yeah. and I mean, it's just such an amazing experience to be able to share with people, yeah. and an amazing program, and just yeah. the fact that I get to introduce them to you yeah. is a is oh, a big plus. <laughs> so, um, you know, but but I mean that because, like, you know, like for me, growing up, um, yeah. Uh, he, was a, he was my personal trainer. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a, an incredible person. Uh, he's extremely resilient, dealt with a lot of things in his life. Mm. And I look up to him as a role model, still do. Yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, and, and having someone like that in my life was, was a big part of who I am today. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I just want to introduce more people Uh, like you and uh, people who I know that are gonna lead people in a positive direction Mm. Um, uh, I just want to connect people uh, with those types of uh, with that type of community and and for me um, ketamine and psychedelics are a catalyst Mm. for people to enter you know into this state of consciousness and take away meaning and ultimately prime them for change yeah so uh, i feel like you know this program does a good job of preparing people um for what they're about to get into mm-hmm. uh, really treat it with some respect because yeah. you know it is something that is uh uh can be deeply spiritual for some people yeah and uh and then you know connect them with uh you know uh Like the concepts behind life coaching and meditation, and connect them with um, uh, amazing counselors, like some of the ones we work at at Love Discovery Institute, like Dr. Pataki, and um, and really, um, you know, this is this is uh, you know striking when the iron's hot. You know, like this is the time to do it. This is where people go very deep in therapy, um, go very deep in meditation. A ketamine experience can feel like the deepest meditation uh, you know that's possible you yeah. know like people have um, these states where it's like a um, ego dissolving state right. and you know for some people that can sound scary no yeah. um, it's something that we actually appreciate when mm-hmm. someone uh, has that type of experience mm-hmm. uh, among the beauty of it and that's because uh, you know <laughs> as as a meditation coach like I, I know it'll resonate with you yeah. is that the ego just gets in your way, you know? (laughs) It gets in the way of connection. Uh, It gets in the way of, like, you know, experience. You know, you can't be with your son and daughter and worried about you. You know, it just robs you of the the time that you have with them. Absolutely. So if you can just purely enjoy each moment Mm -hmm. um, and not be uh, burdened by, you know, the anxieties of the the future or, you know, um, looking backwards, like, it, it really... You know, it just opens up so much possibility for people. One hundred
0: percent. You know, and it's funny because you talk about. I agree. You can't. For a lot of people, you can't treat the. I'm. I'm going to use a term, just this metaphor, just to kind of frame up, explain my explain my upon my point. You cannot heal the sickness within the same environment that caused it. There, and for a lot of people, they're in such a, a, a place of 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 depression and anxiety that it's hard for them to develop the practicum of meditation, journaling, because they're so weighted down by that environment that built that mindset or built their current reality for them. So you're allowing, by using this vehicle, you're removing a lot of that fog for them for the first time, for a lot of people, even in this um, seemingly short journey that we've been on thus far, seeing people for the first time that have been able to take the blinders on. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's what inspired me about... What I had hoped to be able to help create in partnership with your company is to be able to, now that people have the filter removed from their lenses, now how do we create the ideal ecosystem to nurture the the, to nurture not only the impact of the infusions and what they're seeing for themselves the Mm first time, but how do we create the supportive environment that's going to make sure that it lasts and it stays a part of their life forever? And I think that's that's. That's what gets me up in the in the yeah. morning when I yeah. think about what you guys are creating and the opportunity. So I I, I you know again, I I, I I never get a chance to say it enough, but thank you for this opportunity. And I think yeah. that's where a lot of the value is. You know, being able to say, okay, how can we put together an environment that's gonna help you be successful? Mm-hmm. And I know that when you were putting together this practice, having, you know, being giving me the opportunity to develop the life coaching meditation programming, but also working with the love institute to have therapists there, how that that nub your way is your way of creating your ecosystem creating your community creating the structure that you want to give people speak to why you thought that that was important right because a lot of ketamine um clinics that are doing what you do don't go through the great lengths to make sure that the person who's going through that experience has that community of support why was that important for you to make sure that you highlight it within your practice
1: uh well You know, when I was introduced to psychedelics, it Mm was um, uh, a medical school seminar, Mm -hmm. Uh, neighboring medical school, Harvard Medical School. Mm -hmm. I was in Boston at the time at Tufts. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went to their grand rounds and one of the speakers there was Rick Doblin. Mm -hmm. He's the founder of MAPS, Mm -hmm. the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was talking about uh, MDMA or Molly or ecstasy, Mm -hmm. uh, the street name. Um, but he was talking about how MDMA is used to treat uh, veterans with PTSD mm-hmm. and um, he actually had videotapes of some of the sessions that he played oh, wow. and it was uh, it was just unbelievable to me mm-hmm. that you know this is available, that these types of experiences can help um, you know, really uh, let go of so much anger and fear mm-hmm. and whatever else is driving the, the process of that trauma yeah. and uh, um, and these people like had uh, PTSD for several years mm-hmm. and uh, had this remarkable improvement mm-hmm. you know and it goes beyond <clears throat> medication I mean the medication Molly like or MDMA sorry um, it was given in this therapeutic context just a few times mm-hmm. and it's not something that like people are taking all the time like this is not a this is not a medicine that you take uh, daily to suppress your symptoms or yeah. to to just like on the surface kind of mm-hmm. like help you ignore like yeah. the problem. This is something that just drives at the heart of mm-hmm. what is going on. And mm-hmm. psychedelics uh, they do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you're going straight in uh, yeah. to this experience. There's no mm-hmm. resistance to it. Right. And uh, so ultimately, you're like really getting at uh, the core of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're releasing all that energy, mm-hmm. and in the right context, in the right set and setting, with the right people and the right support, mm-hmm. you can have such an unbelievable like transformation. Yeah, and so that you know, seeing um, him, seeing uh, you know Rick Dalvin talk about that, mm-hmm. and uh, now uh, you know seeing uh, MDMA in phase three clinical trials. Yeah with expanded access mm-hmm. um, where, you know, more and more people are, you know, given this opportunity for healing, um, you know, it's, it's inspiring. And he's the one that, uh, you know, like uh, definitely influenced the the protocol mm-hmm. and the protocol, um, um, you know, involves integration. Yeah. So <laughs> what is integration? Integration is the process of taking the meaning from your experience and mm-hmm. incorporating it into your life so that this is something that you know really becomes part of your personality part of your character and yeah. you take it with you wherever you go it's no. not that you know and and that's some of the education around ketamine mm-hmm. um, you know like I treat ketamine as an experience mm-hmm. you know this is something this is a, a, a learning event yeah. you know and um, you don't have to Relearn algebra mm-hmm. every time, you know. You're right. Like once you know it, Boy, I probably this, did. <laughs> this is the, this is not You
0: probably
1: do. this is but this is a tool that you yeah. have with, that you can like you you've you've earned it, you yeah. know, with the rite of passage of, of yeah. going through this experience, and then you earn it every day when you show up for a life coaching and you yeah. show up and you, you they they do the. Um, they do the homework and they like you know have their anchors and they like really um, um, like appreciate in every moment and have these reminders in their life that this was something powerful that this there is another way to think about life Mm -hmm. that is so much more open and so much more boundless and so um, you know I I always try and frame um, the the treatment that we offer with ketamine like that because I I don't want people to Mm -hmm. be on ketamine forever you know like it's like a, it's a for for us, it's a series of six treatments, and that offers just the right amount of time for pe- people to be in a contemplative state, mm-hmm. and also, you know, there's uh, the neurobiochemistry that's going on that's mm-hmm. creating all of these very positive changes in the brain that mm-hmm. we can look at with fMRI and you know mm-hmm. other tools, uh, and we're just learning about that, yeah. um, but it's something that is very powerful. Um, and uh it doesn't mean that you know some people might not have to have a reminder mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. like a, a booster session but um but but ultimately you know like our goal is to really give people the tools that they need to be successful mm-hmm. without us yeah i love that you know you you referenced a
0: couple times in and what you were saying about the right. the, the power of learning mm-hmm. you know I, I honestly believe that's the that's at the foundation of my passion for literature mm-hmm. um, i i take you know, I think about it sometimes, you know, everything that's been taught in our world and our existence is written in the page somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's what inspires my passion for literature. You know, when you think about someone who may be listening to this our, and they're probably for the first time stepping into the idea of the understanding that everything that I think I know has been communicated or messaged to me at some point. Right. And they may, for the first time, be inspired, which I hope everyone who listens to this podcast do, do the work do the work, search out the information, don't just, you know, just don't think or see, you know, you know, like I think a lot of times we develop our free thought that we think is coming from us, but really it's coming from the messaging of others, right? Yeah. So when it when it comes to like resources and tools and learning, if you have someone that's on the other receiving end of this who may be willing to just do their own research and start reading about it so that they can come from an open mind. Yeah. You know, we spoke a little bit about uh, Michael Poland. Is there any literature or any reference that you would give people who are like, "Hey, you know what? I may not be at a point where I want to email Dr. Hasan, but I do. I am awakening to the idea that maybe I had my idea about it was all wrong. Mm-hmm. So let me do my own research so that I can acquire a, a perspective on this that's coming from within, that's original, that's mine. Mm-hmm. What resources would you give for people to just kind of do their do, do their due diligence and do that homework? Are there books that you think are very powerful? That are very honest with what they're communicating about uh about the idea or about the, the medicine of ketamine and the impact that it could
1: have um is there any resources that you recommend for people to pick up or read uh yeah um so uh, just because we're speaking of rick Doblin, yeah. um there's a, a great episode um where he was on peter atia's podcast okay. so peter atia is a uh, a physician. He has a podcast called The Drive, mm. and love his interviewing style. He yeah. like really, um, you know, takes his time to get the entire the entire story. Yeah, and so you can kind of uh, look at the history of psychedelics and all of the unique, um, you know, uh, experiences people have had, and the regulation and the political aspect of it, and mm. then also the science of it um, in that episode. Mm. So I would say that that would be a great starting point. Okay. Um, and uh you know i've i also really enjoy listening to joe rogan yeah uh, you yeah, know he, he's again another expander he is so, he is I and mean, he, he your he, podcast looks big pretty podcast insane. Be for sure <laughs> it's
0: just, a, we may just put your podcast list for people to just kind of follow your, share, your partner, you know? as long as breathe life is okay. <laughs> let's keep it real Hashtag Yeah, breathe life um, but your, your, your podcast list is pretty
1: dope so this passion for podcasts but yeah. this goes well, back what yeah. 2014 15, yeah you 14? know like uh, whenever I'm traveling um, okay. you know I just kind of substituted uh, listening, like my time with like listening to music to, yeah. to listen to podcasts because I just like I feel like I get so much out of it, you know. I love it. And, uh, and Sam Harris was one of them. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, he has a, a, a podcast called Making Sense, nice. and his meditation app is called Waking Up. Yeah. Uh, both unbelievable tools. I mean, yeah. we use it in the clinic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, But I know that everyone has their own style. Uh, So 10% Happier is another one that I love. That's a great one. Dan Mm -hmm. Harris. That's a great Uh, one, yeah. I I feel like Dan Harris really breaks it down, uh, you know, so simply. You know, and, and, uh, (laughs) you know, like one thing that he'll say um, is that just whenever you sit down to meditate and you're practicing you know it's like yeah. you're practicing anything yeah. and uh when you realize that your mind is wandering yeah. and you're bringing your uh, uh attention back to the present moment yeah. that's like doing a bicep curl for your brain yeah you know and that. so it's like reframing something that otherwise would be like oh i suck at meditation you know yeah. like here i go again right. wandering i can't yeah. even do this for like 30 seconds right but he's looking at it like the act of bringing your attention back to the moment yeah. is the exercise. I love it. As many times as you do that, you're just going to get better at it. I love it. I love that. So I, you know, like everyone has their yeah. own, yeah, yeah. You know, they respond to different things, but, I love it. um, another one is headspace. They have some great animations on there Yeah, yeah. to illustrate the point. Well, I can't wait because next year every Life is going to have one. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Right. Right. Standing by. Oh, uh,
0: so again, I know because our journey and uh, gratefully our journey has only just begun. Um, I, I pray and hope that, and I want to plan to have you come consistently to be on this platform. Mm-hmm. But just kind of in closing, um, how would people get, if, if people are looking to get more information about My Ketamine Road, where, just kind of like closing out, how would people get in contact where they go for resources, like just as it relates specifically to My Ketamine
1: Road? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I would say uh, definitely check out the website. Um, it's my road.com. Okay. Um, we have an Instagram okay. also my ketamine road where we post a lot of information, yeah. uh, a lot of, uh, you yeah. know, uh, research and perspectives on ketamine. We'll, we'll put up on the, uh, on the Instagram as well. just yeah. So people know, and, um, you know, uh, I look forward to, yeah. um, uh, rebooting uh mindfulness in miami it's a it's a meditation group that we've been having at the center that you know um we've had some exciting conversations around um leading that um and just offering that to our clients but to everyone you know like you know meditation is something that i just uh you know very passionate about i feel like um you know everyone can really gain so much insight into who they are through yeah. meditation yeah. aside from all of the health benefits or the mental benefits you know yeah. it's just it's just like at the core it's like understanding who you are yeah. Um, yeah. and so then uh, and then the other thing would just be to, to call us you know, um, you know uh, calling us you know you can always schedule a, a free 45 minute consultation yeah. and uh, the, the work that we do here yeah. it's really just um to, you know, to uh, educate people. Yeah. You know, it's not to, you know, um, sell them an idea. It's yeah. it's it's really to just provide people yeah. with as much accurate, um, uh, useful information as possible for them to make the right decision for themselves. I love that, um, and I and I and and working through uh, some of those um, you know hesitations or biases or misinformation, like yeah. that's part of my job, you know, yeah. and, and having a platform to do it here yeah. is is amazing, you know, uh, because I I would love to speak with, to your community yeah. about this, you yeah. know, because we all know people who are suffering, oh, and, sure. and just to know that there's something out there like this is important,
0: yeah. Well, listen, Doc, thank you so much for taking the time to go on this journey with us today. I look forward to getting you back. I know there's a, a, a yoga class that's going to go down, so I want to be mindful of your time as well. Um, but seriously, it means the world for you to be able to come up here and speak to our community. Because there are we're all suffering to some extent. And having the awareness and the knowledge to be able to make the decision, the mindful decision, to find the community and the support resources that we have within our community is important. So I'm going to hold you to it. One day, we'll get you back up here on the platform um, but thank you again i, though. I appreciate it thank you baby. all right guys there you go Breathe life the one and only dr Hassan. cheers guys hey tribe so if you're excited about the Breathe life content and you want to find other ways to stay connected the next time you're on instagram or facebook or youtube be sure to type in fahim Mujahid or Breathe life into the search bar and check out all the mindful things we have going on on